Welcome to the Talking Freelance Podcast. If you're new to freelancing or looking to maximize your success on platforms like Upwork, you're in the right place. Each week, we invite industry experts and freelance superstars where we unpack their strategies and hear their stories on how they launched and grew their own freelance businesses. Here's your host, a successful entrepreneur, freelancer, and success strategist, Leah Myers. Welcome to the Talking Freelance Podcast. Today, I have my friend and guest, Camille with us, and she was in episode one. So if you want to learn more about what she does um, as far as freelancing, you can go ahead and check out episode one. We'll link that also in the show notes. Um, But I'm super excited to have her back. We're talking about um, something that everyone who works from home is going to benefit from. It is living a healthy lifestyle while working from home. So the goal of this podcast is to talk to you about different strategies that you can immediately implement in your life to live more productive and align yourself with your goals, feeling less overwhelmed with your to-do list on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, monthly, yearly, and so on. So I will let Camille kind of introduce herself and we'll just kind of talk through some of the topics. We also have a resource that you'll be able to download that we'll, we'll share the link with you in the show notes as well. I'm so excited to be back. Um, Leah and I originally connected way back when in the health and wellness space that morphed into freelancing and working together in different capacities. So this freebie that you guys can get at the end of the episode is a labor of love from the two of us being in two different phases of life um, while also still working from home. So the first one we're going to talk about is setting yourself up for success in the very beginning of the day. So we're going to talk through a morning routine. So my morning routine looks differently now than it did when we created this resource. And it looks differently than Camille's morning, I'm sure as well. So it just kind of depends on where you are, what your lifestyle looks like. And it's just the importance of having a routine and making sure that it is a routine and scheduling that a routine is something that's always scheduled. Um, and it's a kind of a non-negotiable is how I talk, how I think of my morning routine. So it's, for me, it's not being on my social media. First thing when I, my alarm goes off, it's getting up on my first time of the alarm. Am I as good as I could be on that? No, I have a backup alarm, but just like, that's the goal every day. When I do get up on my first alarm, I will tell you I feel a lot better. I'm more productive. And one thing that I switched doing um, this summer is I used to always make sure that I had blackout curtains. I now let the natural light in and I naturally wake up. Um, It's better and healthier for me on the weekends as well. So you want to share what you do? Yeah, mine also looks a little bit different. I now have a five-year-old who has to get to school on time, which is something we really haven't had to deal with yet. So I try to get up anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes before her. She is a snuggler. So she needs that decompression wake up time in the morning. So we have that built into our morning routine as well. And then she is the main focus now in the morning instead of my job, which is a shift from when we had this um, resource made now that we have schedule we have to abide by. 
Um, so she's my main focus. And then I start my day with exercise after I drop her off, um, getting out of the house and getting to the gym at least a handful of days a week has been super important to start my work days with something intentional for me and not just getting engulfed in client work from the moment my feet hit the floor till the time I go to bed. And I pick my top three to five things every single day after I'm done with the gym to kickstart my day of like my must get done. I only start with three to five. If I get those done before she's done with school, then I add more. But those three to five non-negotiables are how I start my actual work day. So another routine that is like a non-negotiable for me is my nighttime routine. So what that looks like is when I say nighttime, it is like when I'm done working for the day, going into my evening with family, running the kids here, there, and everywhere. Um, It's basically when I decide that I'm done working and I know what that looks like, I will make sure that I also carve out a little bit of time to prep myself for the next day. So I know exactly what I'm waking up to the next morning, how I need to prioritize that because then I know like where I have some flexibility in my schedule the next day. And I run on my toddler's routine. Um, So if she had, again, I try to be done with work for the day or majority done with work by the time she's done with school. We do sit down as much as humanly possible for dinner as a family. We do pick out clothes the day before. We make sure we figure out what's going to be for breakfast. All of that stuff is done the night before. So we're not scrambling and we have a pretty routine bedtime routine for the toddler, which in return, well, I guess school age now, I still call her a toddler, but (laughs) my school age now. So that in return has given a nighttime routine for my husband and myself as well to know she's going to go to bed at this time. We typically stay up a little bit later than that um, to decompress from the day. And then I could be better about no TV or phone before bed, but it depends on the day. So for me, like watching TV before I go to bed is like just part of my routine and it may disrupt my sleep a little bit, but I haven't noticed it to be an issue. So I'm okay with that. Um, One thing that is different between Camille's household and my household is we are like on the go. I have one kiddo driving, one kid with evening activities. And so sitting down as a family is a priority, but it it's not the common thing that happens on a regular basis just because of everyone's schedules. So what I like to do is figure out when we can have that family time, when we can have those intentional conversations that are that's meant to happen at the dinner table. I try and work those into my day with the kids on in some other capacity if it's not going to happen at the dinner table. Um, So the other thing that Camille has always been great at, and I love this about her, and it's just not in me. It's never, I'm just going to say it's never been a super high priority for me, um, but it is meal prepping. So I'll let Camille jump into that, but I will guarantee you that if you meal prep, you're probably going to be more successful and more content with your meals and all of that. Yes. So we have two parts in this freebie that you guys can grab in the show notes and it's meal prep strategies 
and grocery shopping strategies. And they, in my house, go hand in hand. Um, I am the one that typically does both. Um, obviously the kiddos and my husband have a say in what goes into this, but the shopping and the actually getting it on a, a meal or like in our rotation normally falls on me. Um, I, to make healthier choices, tend to shop the perimeter of the store. So the outside tends to be where the healthier stuff is. Um, once you start going up and down the aisles, you'll find more of the processed food. So that is a good, if you're in a hurry, I tend to stick around the outside of the store to get the things that we need. Um, going to the store with a list is also super important. If you have kids, I'm sure you also find stuff in your shopping cart that probably wasn't on the list, um, but they decided they wanted. We have a, a big balance. Some weeks were really good. Some weeks were not. Um, and then checking your produce is another one of our grocery tips to make them last a little bit longer. Um, again, family preferences, everybody's going to do stuff a little bit different. Um, these are very, I don't want to say basic because that's not the right word, um, but easily implementable, if that's a word, um, for most people as far as grocery shopping. And then as far as like getting home and executing on that part and being organized, having places in your kitchen um, that things tend to go to every time. So you know where they are and other people in the house know where they are is helpful for them to get used. So starting small, picking either one or two breakfasts or one or two lunches or one or two dinners is going to be a lot more manageable week over week than saying you're going to meal prep out five days, every single meal. Um, start with one or two. If you're a breakfast person, I suggest starting with breakfast. If you are a, on the go in the morning person, um, one of my favorites, just random, is like egg bites or breakfast sandwiches. Super cost efficient to make eggs, bacon, and a um, cheese slice on an English muffin. Throw it in some tinfoil. Either put it in the oven or the don't put the tinfoil in the microwave, but <laughs> but you can put it in the microwave. Uh, we use our air fryer for those for quick breakfasts. And then my go-to lately has been rice bowls for lunch and dinner because I can make a big batch of rice, portion it out if I feel like it or not, and just put it in a bowl in the fridge. And then you can mix up whatever veggies you need to use up or are on sale um, as well as whatever proteins you need to use up or are on sale and then add whatever sauce or seasoning per individual bowl. That has been the game changer in our house because I like spicy, my husband not so much. So like I can put buffalo sauce on my rice bowl with chicken and veggies and my husband can put barbecue or honey mustard. Same meal, just different flavors based on the household or the individual um, and then crock pots and one pot meals or Instapot meals are another great way to prep, um, throw everything in a, in one crock pot in the morning or in a freezer meal bag and thaw it and throw it in an Instapot for like a 15 to 30 minute dinner. Great way to still eat healthy and have dinner done or lunch. So the next strategy um, that's going to be important is to recognize is your busy life. So what does that look like? Just kind of owning where you're at in life. So I know that October through March is my busy season because I have a hockey player. So we have 
practice from a variety of different times a day um, in the evenings. And then every weekend is pretty much consumed by that. But then I also have a full load of clients. So just kind of knowing what that looks like, learning what the, or identifying what your priorities are. So you're making sure that you're able to juggle that busy lifestyle as well. Next on our list or our freebie is fitness strategies. So I mentioned a little bit in my intro or about my daily routine that I now go to the gym um, after I drop my toddler or school aged off at school. Um, That is new with her going to school and me not having to be home with her. Um, Before that, I was working out at home pretty religiously. So finding what works for you, if you live in a place where you can get outside, that is a great time to get a workout in, listen to a podcast, listen to a training, kind of kill two birds with one stone, um, as well as commit to something. Use it. I've learned that I need to use my fitness just like meal prepping or meetings. I need to schedule it into my weekly routine or it doesn't get done. And then finding something that you really enjoy is super important. If you hate running, don't run. Find something else that you like to do. Um, to just get your body moving and get things going because we sit at our computers or our desks a lot. If a walking pad is a good choice for you, I've seen those all over the internet for business owners lately. Mm -hmm. So just being active, like that's something that's super important to me, like having a fitness tracker, making sure that I'm being active on a regular basis. Um, I get really focused. And so if I have my stand notifications on. So I'm standing up, walking around every hour, like that allows my brain to kind of reprogram. And then I come back to my desk more focused. Um, and then the next strategy is a self-care strategy. So this can look very different for every single person, but I don't want you to put the pressure on yourself of like self-care is getting a massage on a regular basis. Self-care is getting your nails done. Like it's self-care is whatever is important to you. So for me, self-care is for me to go to the chiropractor every other week because I am sitting in those positions. It is. um, So last summer I was dealing really bad with TMJ and I figured it out. Like what was causing it is when I'm so focused at the computer, I'm like clenching my jaw down. And so now when I'm at the computer and I'm working and I'm focused, I now have a mouth garden. I mean, as silly as it sounds, it's identifying those self-care things and making sure that you're taking care of yourself. So for me, it's not working 24-7 anymore. It's having a start time to my day and an end time to my day. And before it was like my office door would always be open. Now my computer stays in my office for the majority of the time and I close my office door when I'm done working, I'm trying to be more intentional. And so that's part of my self-care and like protecting those boundaries. And I would also say that self-care for me is, um, so last year I had someone pick up and drop off my daughter at school. I'm now doing pickups. And at first I was like not excited about it, but now it's growing on me because it is like the middle of the day chunk where I am forced to like take some time for myself and I'm feeling more re-energized and productive when I come back to my desk. Yeah. And I also am one that has self-care built into my work day. Um, like I said, I have working out in the morning, um, so I'm not jumping right into work. And then, um, 
I do random things throughout the day. It just depends on the week and if it's nice out in Minnesota or not. Um, we're very lucky and have a screened in porch. So reading my book outside or listening to my audio book without my computer sitting right next to me or whatever else. But yeah, building it into my week. Again, you have to be intentional. Otherwise it slips through the cracks, especially as someone who works fully from home. Mm -hmm. So that is kind of a recap of our strategies for living a healthy lifestyle at working from home. Um, So definitely take a look at it, download it. The link will be in the show notes. If you have any questions, go ahead and message me um, through the podcast notes as well. And I'm happy to answer those and we will talk to you all soon. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Talking Freelance with freelance expert, Leah Myers. Each Monday, a new episode is released. You can find us on all major podcast networks and at talkingfreelance.com. It is the mission of this podcast to support you to achieve success. The views and opinions expressed on the podcast are those of Leah Myers only and do not necessarily represent the opinions of Upwork. Leah Myers is not an employee of, nor does she receive any compensation from Upwork.